listen, we got this Red Zone app, okay? Uh, we need you guys to go ahead and download that. You want, you say you love the Chiefs. You say that this is your team, but you get, you got to download the app. This is how you get Chiefs news from me, from Blair, from Vaye, from Sam. Like, you want to really know what's going on with your favorite football team. You need to have this app. Check it daily. You get the notifications right to your phone. It's fantastic. Every story we write, you find out about it. Like, why wouldn't you have it? How much does it cost for us? It's free. Oh. It's unbelievable. Isn't that remarkable? That it's price free. again? Yeah. <laughs> F-R-E-E. Free, free, free. Let's go. Download the app. Hey, everybody. It's Therese Paylor, Chief B. Rider from the Kansas City Star. And as always, I've got the rest of the A-team with me. Say hello, fellas. We're going to start this way. Good evening and proud to be part of the best rest A team of the season. It is. You know, we typically slum it up a little bit when we tried to figure Oh, oh you guys. <laughs> Sam Mellinger. Say hi, Sam. Hello, guys. Yes. Look at that. Hey, you know, that's uh, something stuff. I do. Yeah. Is that Keep the only guessing. tie? Oh, wait till my turn. Is that the only tie Sam has? Oh, I've got a few. I've only I've ever seen that one. one. I've got a striped one. Right. I've got a really badass plaid one. All right. Oh, it's badass, huh? It is. It's nice. You you bestow that title it's upon nice. it? On plaid. Nice. Yeah. You didn't buy it. No. The wife bought it. Yes. Yeah. Of course. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, obviously, the Chiefs lost this game 18 to 16. And I can tell you guys aren't very happy about that. Um, not a big crowd today, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can't believe the number here. It's, it's not high. Uh, I don't blame people though, man. This is this is a tough loss, man. Um, you know, you feel like you kind of go through the whole ups and downs of a season, and they get your hopes up, and you kind of lose this game. Um, and it's the kind of loss they've had already this season. And it's kind of the reason all you guys have been so upset in some of these losses because you kind of knew it could come back to bite you. And lo and behold, it did. So we're gonna go through all that, and um, we're also gonna say hi to our special guest, <laughs> the one Andrew. Andy McCullough. Say hi, Andy. Hi. <laughs> hi. I think, I'm, I think I'm like, at this point, I'm fat enough where I weigh as much as Statler and Waldorf. So I'll just sit in the back and hurl insults at Sam. Um, That'll be a welcome addition. <laughs> I mean, I assume everything Sam says is an insult to everyone else's intelligence and all that. So. Good. Um, Ooh, no, you look great, though. There. Good glasses. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> All right, good times here. We got the fellowship going here. Um, Sammy, you're the resident Kansas City in the A team. Um, please tell our readers the name of your uh, column, your headline on your column for tomorrow. Uh, the Eric Fisher Hold Game, uh, I believe, is how this one will be remembered. Um, it's uh, it's weird, like this team, like over and over, like whether it's 2016 or 2003 or 1997 or whatever, like. They have the, it, it all kind of fits a plan where uh, they're good enough. And I do think this is a good team. I think it's the best team that they've had in years. Although, and I mentioned this in the column, now that they lost like this, that's going to be more of a slam than a compliment, right? That this was the best team that the Chiefs have had in years. Uh, but I still think that's flaws, true. By the way. Yeah, for sure. For sure they have flaws, which we talked about all season long. But um, it, it's just, I, I guess the aggravating thing um, that people are feeling right now is that once again, um, it's a team that was good enough to get your hopes up and then lost in such a familiar way with the inferior quarterback. And, and you had this team that they had kind of a narrow path to win and had to have everything go right. And a lot of things went wrong. And I didn't think the Chiefs played 
very well at all. And, and, and they were within, we'll get to the Eric Fisher hole, but they were within two points, obviously at, at the end there. Uh, so many drop passes, uh, so many mistakes. I mean, Charkandrick West fumbling, he just dropped it. I mean, he just yeah. dropped it, just dropped it, just an unforced um, error. Travis Kelsey had one of the dumbest penalties um, that, that you'll ever see. Although, since, since his flag-throwing penalty. <laughs> yeah, you know. but that one was funny, at least. This one wasn't funny. This one was just dumb. Uh, I mean, maybe they, that's why you don't – if you want to get calls like that, maybe that's why you don't throw flags at the refs because they talk. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, it's like any other fraternity, right? Like they talk to each other. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably not going to get many calls after you embarrass a ref. Yeah, and I, and I, I guess I, I thought the better team won tonight. Um, you know, I thought the Chiefs, um, when they were only down five going into the fourth quarter, I thought they had, you know, done yeah. some smoke and mirrors, Bill Snyder stuff to keep it that close uh, at, at that point. They could not, I don't know why Le'Veon Bill, what, what do you have, 30, was it 30 carries? 30 carries, 170 yards. He should have had 60 carries for 570 <laughs> yards. Right. Uh, they, the, the Chiefs had nothing for Le'Veon Bell. I mean, the better team won, I thought. I, I'll, I'll say this. There was never a point in this game where I really felt like the Chiefs were a better team. I think, like, you watch this yeah. game unfold and you're like, wow, Pittsburgh's just better, yeah. you know. They won up front, and that's what my story's about. Look, when it comes to January football, when it's gloomy like that and the weather is, you know, you got to run the football. You got to stop the run sometimes. You know, you got to be more physical. And the Chiefs weren't. You saw what a grown man offensive line looks like. It's Steelers, guys in white from left tackle to right tackle. They were moving you. They were creating lanes. Um, and some of it was because of by design. I mean, the Chiefs never really put an extra guy in the box except when they really had to get a stop. And I think that was kind of a smart move. You wanted to make the Steelers go the length of the field on you, believe it or not, because if you give them the big plays, you know, you're going to get destroyed. So, um, in a way, I, I, it was kind of sound, but the defense really did okay. I, I mean, it was you, you could – they, they the could have won. Like, kept, they could have won this kept game. Kept out of the end zone. 18 points. That's... The, the problem is the offense. Yeah. The, the offense did not deliver. That's that's the issue. 100%. Um, Vahe, let's get into some of these mistakes that the offense – yeah. Calls here, man. Um, so we've talked around some of this already, but one of the things that really stands out, obviously the thing, the most sort of symbolic final final mistake was was Fisher's hold. But hand in hand with that now in, in the lore of this game that will be known as the Eric Fisher holding game, it also needs to be the Travis Kelsey footlocker game because afterwards Kelsey just came unhinged really about, about this. And to me, that spoke volumes to – his immaturity and the lack of discipline they had tonight that, that was also a part of why they lost, a big part of why they lost, that there was a, something something missing in the attention to detail, the urgency, whatever you want to call it. Um, I don't, I'm not suggesting they weren't all out in the game, but there was something, something wrong there. And so Travis Kelsey drops that pass on the next play, doubles down and gets the unnecessary roughness or whatever the, the right terminology was on the play, that, that shoving the guy over. And that, they did get a field goal out of that after a third and twenty pass to Macklin, but but that what he did after the game to me shows his immaturity, right? And this guy is a remarkable talent who's always going to be a little bit of a trapdoor until he learns to harness that better. So I meant to talk about Eric Fisher, but I'm a little distracted about the Kelsey thing now. Um, look, Fisher, we, we've talked about this a little before we started, but and, and probably every fan's seen this. Um, it's a, it's a call you didn't maybe have to make if you're up, but it, but he made it so you could call it. Um, we'll probably all be able to debate whether whether uh, it 
it was the right thing to do, but um, until until we know otherwise, I mean, that, that's what this game's going to be known for. Anybody else? Well, I, I, even, even when they didn't get the two-point conversion and uh, they had a great special teams play on the kickoff, Eric Murray went down and yeah. had the tackle at the five, and, you know, even, <laughs> the time wasn't on the Chiefs' side, but they still had a timeout and a two-minute warning, and I – I told Vahe if, if I thought the Chiefs were going to win the game if they had stopped the Steelers right there and made the Steelers punt from the end zone. Mm-hmm. Chiefs had gotten the ball in the 50. They had just driven the you know, 75 yards from the touchdown. I, I thought this, this, this crazy season with the goofy they outcomes, I just thought maybe they're destined to, to win a game they have absolutely no business winning, but they couldn't come up with a stop. And we – uh, Sam's column has the, and I know Pete Gradoff has this tomorrow too, and one of his blogs that each of these losses has a name. These divisional losses, I'll tell you the name I have for them. The Chiefs lose to better quarterbacks in these games. Yeah. They lost to Peyton Manning in '03. They lost to John Elway in '97. They lost to Bob Greasy in '71. And uh, who am I leaving? Oh, Roethlisberger tonight, and Jim Harbaugh, Jim the Harbaugh. only quarterback who you would think that. You know, the Chiefs would have had an advantage against it when they had these home divisional round games. They had Bono. But that's right. right. So the Colts did have the advantage. Added to that, look, this was always – we've all said this. You've said this, Sam. I've said this for a long time. You know, for the Chiefs to win in the playoffs, you're going to need a strong defense, a good defense, a dominant defense, one that you don't have to concede 170 yards to Le'Veon Bell to. And you're going to need a strong running game. And I don't think the running game was good enough. Mm-hmm. They had average like 4.4 yards a carry, but to make it work with Alex, the offensive line needs to grow up and get stronger. They've got to get better. Um, in the interior run defense, it's, that, again, they knew what they were doing when they went with even box. Like, you know they're going to run on you. But there are some teams in the NFL where they can go with even boxes and they're not running for 170 <laughs> yards. So... You know, there's some growth that's got to happen up front. This is still a young team. Does this have and anything also to tell do with why you were saying all day repeatedly to yourself as you were <laughs> as you were watching the game all day long? Well, I was counting the boxes every play. I'm out of my mind. Like, what do you want me to do? I was counting the boxes every play. Sometimes Sutton will put three defensive linemen in there, but then there'd only be three linebackers. Sometimes he'd put two defensive linemen in there, but then there'd only be there'd, then there'd be four linebackers. Sometimes they have two defensive linemen and three linebackers, and then Le'Veon Bell's just licking his chops. And almost every time they did that, they got 10-plus yards. I mean, this isn't a hard thing. You just count the numbers in the box. So that's what I'm saying. Like, that was all by design. I, I watched it. I know what that was. The problem is the interior guys aren't stout enough to handle that. you got to have some bosses if you're going to do that. And, it, I mean, the plan where you kept them from killing you really deep down the field. But it, this isn't about the defense, though. Like, this is about the offense. And here's why some people want a better quarterback, because a better quarterback that throws people open regularly that covers up some mistakes. You just need a lot to go right. There's a difference. Um, like I think Alex Smith is better than a lot of people uh, believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I also believe he's not quite as good as a lot of people who work in the stadium claim. But the difference is that the four quarterbacks who are still playing, uh, it's, it's three Hall of Famers and the probable MVP. And, and those are guys who can cover mistakes and, and make up for shortcomings. That's right. The people around them. And Alex Smith is good enough that, that you can win with, but everything has to be running right. And, and it clearly was not running right today. We have a question from the peanut gallery. Hi. Uh, 
Could speak up, though. Well, yeah, so they need a better quarterback, right? Um, hello, people on <laughs> Facebook. Um, I'm just some douchebag from Los Angeles. Um, <laughs> Facebook after dark. Yeah. It's, it's Sorry. <laughs> Fan would love it. Um, can they get Tony Romo? Well, Denver will. Want Tony Romo? There are a lot of teams that will want Tony well, sure, Romo. But do they? I mean, is it possible? Like, I mean, because you're talking about quarter, good quarterbacks. There's not many. There's like six in the NFL. Romo like might be one of them. They can do whatever they want to do. They could create the money to get Tony Romo. Sure, mm. they really wanted him. Um, how many people at this table? You're welcome for that column tomorrow, Sam. <laughs> how many people at this table? Well, before we get to Tony Romo, sorry, Andy, you grew up in Philly, right? So, <laughs> how many? I mean, at what point did you know the Chiefs were losing this game? Uh, oh, uh, what point did I realize they were losing? Um, I think, uh, like the second quarter, um, it, it had the halt, like the personnel is different and the offense is slightly different, but mm-hmm. this, there's just something, um, covering this game, I felt an incredible sense of anxiety, um, because watching Andy Reid's team play reminds me of being in high school. Um, and watching Andy Reid's teams play, and uh, I think Andy Reid's like a really good coach. Like, you know, we don't need to, you know, I, I mean, this is going to come across as bashing Andy Reid, but there's just like a certain um, dread you feel like watching his teams play uh, in, in the playoffs because they do the same sort of things. Um, I've seen versions of this game with better personnel, you know, with Donovan McNabb at quarterback, for example, mm. uh, against like Carolina in uh, 2003. Um, you know the Bucks game in 2002, which is like one of the five worst moments of my life, uh, probably. Um, um, oh, yeah, the, the who was it? Uh, Joe Jervicious. No, the running. corner Ronde <laughs> Barber. Yeah, Ronde. Yeah. yeah, Joe Jervicious is still running somewhere in, in Philadelphia, and Levon Kirkland is 30 yards behind him, uh, trying to catch up because that's what you, you put on your slot receiver as your 300-pound middle linebacker. Um, Joe Jervicious, a 4'8 guy, by the way. That means slow. <laughs> he was quick, not fast. Oh, he's man. never run that fast before. Oh. Quick, not. He was probably gritty. Gritty. Yeah, he'll be starting for the Patriots next oh. week and scoring three touchdowns. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'd say like the second quarter when you just realized that they were outclassed and uh, and they were gonna and they were gonna. It's actually a, a really difficult sort of loss because you know the team is good enough and well coached enough that they're going to make it competitive. And that's going to make their ineptitude that much more galling at the end. Mm. Here you go, Bush. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of people that feel that way. Just, you know, this team, they, they get your hopes up. They go 12 and 4. They think, you know, I thought they could win a game here. I thought they could get to the championship game. But there's never been a point where I've said they were going to win up where the phones don't work. Um, that's just different. You know, you just, you don't go up in the Gillette and win where the phones don't work. You know, this team doesn't have enough to do all that. Um, you saw why. I mean, look, they can't run the ball. They can't stop the run. Like, I mean, <laughs> when, dude, honestly, when Derek Johnson went down, like, inside, I was just like, that's it. Yeah. It was a bad run defense, and then your best run defender is hurt, and you're playing the best running back in the NFL. It's a terrible matchup. I mean, they were just pounding them, yeah. too. Yeah, there, there was a uh, an inevitability, like, you know what I mean, to, to, like, it was just Bell between the tackles, and he's going to, like, Saunter up like he's buying a movie ticket and he's just like real nonchalant. No, he's going for picnics. First yeah. for like there, there nine yards. One of those like, times where I think all three of you guys at once said, 
that you thought the play had been blown dead because he just just yes. stood there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like no. he did. It was it's like he's waiting yards. for a cab. Yeah, you know, he's just sitting there. Na, 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 na. Oh, here we go. <sighs> Right yeah. through the goal. Checks I, Twitter, I the runs would, for eight yards. I thought the Chiefs would defend him better than the Dolphins did, but that was not the case. He set the team playoff record against the Dolphins last week and topped it tonight by three yeah. yards. He's um, different, man. He, he is. He's, he is different. So and, he, and But you made the point. The Steelers' offensive line, we probably don't, they probably don't get enough credit. Mm-hmm. I don't remember hearing anything. I don't remember hearing any of the Chiefs' interior play line and making play. I don't hear. I don't remember hearing their names. Maybe y'all do. I remember Jarvis Jenkins and D. Ford having a half sack, yeah. but I don't remember like mm-hmm. much disruption. I don't no, remember no any tackles. He's remember Poe batting down you the first that, play of the yes, game, and, and Chris Jones got in the backfield and Poe batted it down. And you're like, okay, and then. But this isn't again. I I don't want to bat. This ain't because this was, was a winning effort, but it was fine. Yeah. The offense is what let the them down. We said when we look, we said the same things after the losses to the Titans. We did the Bucks. We did. I, I understand why fans right? were upset because they, they I felt like fans had a good feeling. Like, I, I felt like fans had a good idea this was coming. Like that's why that frustration was so evident because like a month out they could see how they were going to lose a game like this in a playoff. Mm-hmm. Some of them could. I'm not trying to give them too much credit, but I'm just saying like you know some of them did. Um, and also like you know why wasn't Justin Marks Lillard active? I thought that was the whole point of that. I'm gonna. Yeah. We didn't ask about that today. We uh, was right after the game. We'll ask about that tomorrow, though. Yeah, he might have um, a setback or something. Maybe he did. I don't know, but um, there, there's got to be more talent interior. They got to bring in. I think draft wise, you, you you would need to look at taking another interior defensive lineman. You need to take an inside linebacker somewhere, and on the offensive line, if you can upgrade, get some stronger just a spot here or there, some competition that never hurt anybody. So I'd be looking there, but they can really upgrade in a lot of places. This is just a team that, honestly, again, I'm watching this game unfold. I'm like, Steelers are better. Mm-hmm. I just feel like the Steelers. Are, you watch this game, Steelers are better. Yeah. That's just how it goes. Um, and Blair, we covered like Bell. They couldn't stop yeah, him. Yep, um, and and uh, I don't think Roethlisberger had a great game tonight. Brim Roethlisberger, what was it? I think it was. What is it? Twenty of thirty-one. 224 yards. No touchdowns. No touchdown pass. And then one interception. The pass defense was actually pretty solid. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, again, the, like people are crushing Sutton, and I get it, but like you have to make choices when you can't yeah. stop the run with an even box. This was a much better game for Sutton tonight than New England last year in the, in the playoff loss. I I thought they just totally outmatched, outgunned up in New England I, last I, year. I think, I think they're going to have to look at a running back, too, like – Milan Meta says that. What's up, man? I appreciate you following us, man. Yeah, you and I are going to talk about that uh, coming I, up. We're looking at number three from Florida State. Mm-hmm. No, number four from Florida four. State. There's going to be some there's some guys here that need to be looked at because the home run threat from the running back position is one more. If you're going to keep Alex, the home run threat's important. Like yeah. Spencer's cool, but the home run threat's important. you got to get that now. You can win with the two with West and Ware and the home run threat. Mm-hmm. All those guys rotating in. Well, there needs to be more dynamism in the backfield as Jamal well. Jamal not that guy? Well, he might not be back. Right. You know, we right. don't know that. Okay. We just we don't know. It's certainly the way this stuff has been leaking out and it's been contradictory, that's not the stuff you do when you're coming yeah. back. I'll tell you that right now. He should go where he can get paid, too. No, he's right. definitely looking for one more payday. Yeah. So I want to give him some money. <clears throat> I want to give him some yeah. money. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, you know, we can't really talk about the quarterback enough, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just – I just feel like you look at a game like this, 
Yeah. How how different do we look at his game if if four balls aren't dropped? Differently. Differently. Don't that we, matters. I mean that matters. But ball you know, he threw the ball he threw to Mack on, on the third and twenty was that was a great that was a ball throw. Much of a window. <laughs> no. Yeah. And Macklin made a great, great. catch yeah. and that was that right. was someone else dropped a really bad one too. Where? Well, Macklin dropped, one. dropped one. Wilson dropped one. Kelsey right. dropped one. So four really bad drops at least. Yeah. It's yeah. absurd. So, I mean, so he's – and maybe they score at the end of the first – was it the end of – was it third quarter or end of the first half? I can't remember now. On, on Kelsey's drop. Oh, that was third quarter, right? Well, I mean, but here's the thing, though. Like, I still feel like, look, you know, quarter – and I, I, that was my story for today's paper. Alex knows this. Quarterbacks get judged by whether their teams win in January. It, they do. He know that. So you guys yeah. lost, and the numbers aren't great. His there's, passer rating is like a 69 today. There, there's also good. some of, like, if we're going to talk about the drops and the drops were there and, and, the, and the offensive line in front of him, you know, got mauled. But um, what were we just talking about with those other quarterbacks? Like, they can make up for some of the shortcomings, right? And, and Alex just can't get there. And um, they're, they're not paying him. Like, people talk about the contract. The contract isn't. I think he's like the 14th highest paid quarterback or something like that in the NFL. The contract is, yeah. Pick a, let's, well, but 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 my point is that they need to be better around him than they are right. I'm, now. I'm also thinking the four teams left also have a better running back situation than the Chiefs do right now. I mean, if yeah. Garrett Blunt's the worst of the four, and you're talking about Ezekiel Elliott yeah. and Le'Veon and uh, and now Montgomery for for the Packers, yeah. Monte Freeman, yeah, yep, all of them have a better running you know backfield situation yeah. than the Chiefs. I would, I would I would say I think, you know, you look at Rodgers and Rodgers, you know, you put Rodgers in this game, you know, he's avoiding some of them sacks from Harrison. I mean, he's going to dance in the pocket for five seconds and make a throw. Like sometimes you need that a little bit because nothing's going to be perfect. Like the other guys get paid too. Mm-hmm. Um, I would agree. I, I think, you know, Freeman's awesome. I love mm-hmm. Freeman. Um, I'd rather have this situation than like Montgomery though. I think he's okay. <sighs> But I think your point is like he needs help though. Like it's not like good enough. There's just not there's not like enough dynamism though altogether. I, I think there's a lot of truth to that. Um, there's something I'm gonna have to look at in the draft is mm-hmm. <laughs> if uh, number four in orange somehow falls. But that's done. <laughs> that's over. He was too poised. Someone's gonna take him as they should. This talk has been absurd. And if he does fall, shame on you guys. Because Andy would get up in here and coach him up, and he'd be great. Yeah. He'd be awesome. Deshaun, be great, yeah. I'm talking to Sean Watson. Watson would clearly fit this offense. Mm-hmm. I mean, from the zone read stuff to the odd, just you get here, he'd probably put on 10, 15. It would, it would, it would take the year of apprenticeship. Well, I mean, he would, <laughs> he, he would, he would, uh, he would want to learn. He would be a good learner. I, you know, I, I, I fear he's going to end up in some. With some team that's going to he make the start away right away, that'd be bad. It's not going to work for him. You know, Hugh, you Jack, he got to get with the right coach too. Like someone like Hugh would be good for him mm-hmm. in Cleveland. But um, pass rush, not a whole lot there. Mm-hmm. Um, no, we we thought that was going to be a you know with, with Justin. How Houston did Justin do? You know, not not great. You know. The, the, the first time we noticed Justin Houston, he was chasing Antonio Brown, you know, 50 yards down the field after the Chiefs failed to get a sack. Um, that was a – you noticed it before I did, Therese. That was where they had – they lined up forward in Houston on the same side. And uh, real exotic 
blitz package. Uh, Houston peeled off and ended up, you know, as a defender on Antonio Brown, and Roethlisberger saw it. If if he doesn't underthrow Brown for by a little bit, that's a touchdown. Yeah. And um, so Houston ends up making the tackle. But you know, I don't. I didn't see him get a pressure tonight, and. I don't know what his stats say yeah, he did. Six, about four six tackles. Did he really? No pressure. More though. than I thought, no, but no pressure. That's a good game for him. He's not but 100%. The way he played and the way they used him indicates that he was like not he close needs, to 100%, but like like 70% he, or something. He, he claimed he, to be – That's a lie, man. Totally I, I respect him yep, saying that, house. but that's a lie. There, that is not him at full strength. Justin Houston needs to go take like a month off or something and just – Relax. Yeah. Get that. Start training in like mid February. Yeah. Just go on a beach somewhere. Just go. Just go. Just reset this thing. Get it going for the OTAs. You know. Just reset this thing because him, all these hurt guys, they gotta. There, there's got. There's some work that's got to be done. And mm-hmm. I look. I'm not trying to like crush a 12 and 14. Like it's a good mm-hmm. team. All right, but now the, the goal is the Super Bowl. They lost in the same round they lost last year. For a lot of our readers. For a lot of people who've been watching them, like, that's not good enough. Like, they're tired of this. Yeah. They yeah. want to see these guys take the next step. So there's got to be some movement here. Uh, let's go ahead and get to these questions, man. We'll get up out of here. Uh, let's see. If I hate talk about something, man. Uh, <laughs> well, I look for some questions. Uh, wow. Uh, man football. All right. Uh, you know, Hey, let, you, you know, know what? No, let Andy dance a little bit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Andy, talk about something. Um, Give us an update on how things are going in L.A. They're nice. Uh, <laughs> no one cares at all about the Chargers. Um, <laughs> but, the Ra- but the Rams they love, right? Does no it? one cares at all about the Rams. Um, in Los Angeles, uh, there is one team that people uh, care about football-wise, and it's the Raiders. Uh, and they're moving to Vegas. <laughs> so for 20 years, uh, the fine people of Los Angeles got to watch uh, whatever the best football game was at all times, at the uh, the early game and the late game. And now they have to watch the Rams and the Chargers. So um, it's a very sad day for L.A. Um, you know, it's been tough uh, weather-wise. It, it rained like two days in a row uh, last week. Um Got all the way down to like 55 uh, the other night. Um, yeah, it was bad. Sorry to hear that, man. It's okay. Uh, Did you miss covering the Royals at all? Did uh, you miss some of the guys? I miss some, yeah, like some of the, the people on the team. Uh, I mean, the job's the same. You know, there were things I, I really liked about Kansas City. Um, most of them Vahe related. Um, <laughs> but uh, I know I'm just the foil in this. It, it, it's it, the purpose is to <laughs> take shots at others. I think. <laughs> No, no, no. It's good to having a real columnist like Bill Plasky to work with. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Set, my, set myself up. It's the fourth okay. time I've heard that line tonight. No, 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 it's not. It's like the third. <laughs> you can't trust a word he writes. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, you found the question. That was good. Thank you. Appreciate yeah, it. I'm just yeah. sitting here, so I'm not. That was good, man. Nice dance. You're always going to be part yeah. of the team, man. That's true. Go lose money in poker now. <laughs> Here's a good question from Chris Clatterbuck. Why did, <laughs> why did the Chiefs use two linemen, two defensive linemen so much in the first half? thought they contained Bell better when they added some meat to the line. You're right. When you had three defensive linemen and three linebackers, that, that helped a little bit. But, again, if you got to surrender some of the running game between the 20s, you'll do that. This is not a team that you can allow to just 
You know, you can put an extra guy in a box and stop barrel, but then you're getting single coverage outside. You gotta pick you your know, poison. Yeah, you steals. do have to. You have to pick your poison. And the only way to beat a team like that, again, is by winning with an even box in the middle. The interior guys, the inside, they're not good enough to do that. They can, they can get better. By the way, Rameek Wilson, 15 tackles a day, team high, good for him, you know. But he had, he's flashed a little. But like these guys got to get better, man. You know, they, they didn't win, obviously. But do you, do you think if the Chiefs are reviewing how effective whatever their strategy was tonight, they're saying we we got exactly what we wanted defensively? I think they are. I, I, look, I, yeah, right? no I one's going to say that in yeah. there. But like Andy Reid basically kind of said, yeah, you know, I think that, you know, um, yeah. I'm trying to remember who it was. No, Macklin just said it. He was like 18 points. That should be enough. Macklin just said it all right. You know, six field goals. The defense did his job. Yeah, absolutely. I get. I mean, the, the the average grade I gave him is a C because you lost. You know? It's about winners and losers, right? But, um, <laughs> any given Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I just made it up though in the Pacino voice. You know? He may or very, may not have said it, but this is, we know the reference. It's a very somber postmortem here. Um, <laughs> where, where you guys at with Romo, man? Like Andy brought up a good point. Would you guys just, rather see Romo up in here? Yeah, but I don't think he'll, I, I think he's going to Denver. Yeah, I I don't think we'll see him here. I, I thought Peyton Manning would have made a lot of sense in 2011 or whatever. No, but it was. I, right, but like you think like would you if you could pick though, you would pick Romo. I don't know if I would go that way. I, I just don't know. That's what the question is. It's, I would. it's probably not going to elaborate. Would you, well, I think Romo's better. I, I guess I'm silly for thinking I'd, I'd give Nick Foles a shot. You know? mm-hmm. um, I, I, yeah, I don't like that Jags game. <laughs> that Jags game was not. I, I was like rough. that Colts half. <laughs> I like that Colts half. News go there. I believe Andy would be ready to speak to this too. Oh, yeah. it's a, oh it's just all Therese's face. Nick <laughs> Foles was your guy though, right? At one point. Uh, if the Chiefs are willing to part with a sack of potatoes, um, they could get Jared Goff theoretically. <laughs> Yeah, golf is but, not but, getting coached. Uh, but but uh, Alex Smith is the best option here. I mean, it's, it, he just is. I mean, for, if you want to win next season, Romo's next the, season. Romo's probably better than op- option. The problem is he's going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Well, also you can't the, trust that. The better enough question, too, is, is part of that, right? You know it what is. they need to do? They need to draft a guy in somewhere higher than the fifth round. <laughs> Take one in the first or second round and, like, legitimately develop him. Someone who doesn't have bad habits. You know, just – that, that do that, like try that. I would keep Alex here. I, you know, you're fine. But like this time, it happened to Joe Montana. Like Bill Walsh brought in Steve Young. It can happen to Alex Smith. <laughs> it happened to Brett Favre. Like, and I like you guys know I like Alex. I defend him. I defend the guy. I'm just saying, like for the for the club's long term future, yeah. it's time to start developing. So you're saying that you, what you're saying is the Chiefs should draft somebody so that this is great. The person who the the la, let me see if I get this right the last person uh, to throw a touchdown pass for the Chiefs that the Chiefs drafted. Does anybody know the answer? To that? Yeah, and it's great. Dontari Poe. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's amazing. I think since we determined since Brody Croyle before that was Brody before, Croyle. before that yeah. Brody Croyle yeah. Yeah. last. Player that the Chiefs drafted to throw a touchdown for the Chiefs. Yeah. Jake yeah. Johnson says, "Why was Sorensen in the box so much tonight? He doesn't tackle. It's because they were running those three wide sets, man. And uh, look, they ran the ball at him every time. I mean, you saw what was going to happen. I mean, it is what it is. But um, you know, Sorensen's fine. Like Sorensen's a good player. Like 
it, don't worry about that part. It was because your offense couldn't get nothing when they needed it. Okay, um, Harm Williams that has, and he needs to give up the play calling. Agree. I'm glad I can entertain you guys. Um, <laughs> it was the game. <laughs> I only say it like 15 times a day. Uh, um, okay. Harm Williams says Andy needs to give the play calling. Agreed. Yeah. I disagree. Like, let's stop. They went 12 and four this year. This are there some things you can tweak? Yeah, but like, let's try executing. Let's try like not getting. This is a team after dark. <laughs> It has been. <laughs> let's, you know, let's just try not getting your ass handed to you by James Harrison, right? James Harrison's 39. I was going to say, by 48-year-old right. James Harrison. Let's, like, let's try that. Let's, you know, let's try blocking the 39-year-old guy. Let's try that. I just, yeah, I wanted to say that uh, I honestly thought James Harrison was the coach. Because <laughs> Joey Porter. Yeah. They are the same guy, I mean, basically. They're both crazy. Yeah. You know, like, if you had told me, like, Greg Lloyd was coaching the linebackers, like, that's as believable as James Harrison still playing at a high rate in the NFL. James Harrison looks good, too. Like, James Harrison was the most effective edge rusher on the field today. Yeah, <laughs> like, he, he, he was. He was great. He was. Um, Lucas Straczynski asks, "Do we take Dolvin if available? People want that juice from the running back position. He's my he's my favorite running back. Uh, Is he track. really? Yep. Over, you like him more than Fournette? Over Fournette. Yep. And and uh, uh, the Texas running back uh, Foreman. Interesting. Who uh, who I do like, but not as much as Dolvin Cook. You like James Conner? I like his story. Love yeah, his story. But you just don't know. Him. I, I just." I want to see some more. Of you that. like McCaffrey? I like him as a I like him as a return guy, a special teams guy, a Tyreek Hill type. He's going to be a third down back, um, mm-hmm. but somebody's going to try and force him into being a. Mm-hmm. He's ideal if you could just let him line up as a slot guy, and then he can catch passes. Yeah, um, he he does a little like. I don't know. I'm not going to make that comparison yet. Let me watch more tape. What would happen tonight if they had Jamal Charles, like a healthy Jamal Charles? It could have been different. It intrigues Maybe. me yeah. with the three weapons they got yeah. on the, at the receiver mm-hmm. position. Uh-huh. That intrigues me a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. That's why we're talking about. That could be different. That's why we're talking about. Uh, well, go back to that, Therese, if you don't mind. So, Jamal Charles, we're talking about on the premise that he's healthy. Why, why, don't, why wouldn't the Chiefs see him as a possible solution for needing a guy uh, like Jamal Charles? I don't know what's going to happen. Just sometimes things run their course. And I just like the timing of some of this stuff, where it's like contradicting stories and yeah, stuff. That, yeah. just, that don't happen with a guy that's so coming a, back. I sort of a, a, a bad blood kind of thing. I don't, don't know if I'd say that. I just it's a disconnect. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes that happens and things run their course. Mm-hmm. And he clearly felt like he should have been activated. And since Marshall Little didn't yeah. play or start, uh, maybe he should have. Um, that's again something else you can ask. But, uh, people are upset here. <laughs> Brian, <laughs> Brad Whiteman giving us the. Doing a Trump impression. <laughs> Two weeks of prep for this game. Gave all the players the entire bye week off. Major fail! Exclamation <laughs> mark. Yeah, that's the Trump school of tweeting. Let's see. <laughs> but we, we were fooled, weren't we? I mean, the, the Andy's on the bye week. And, yeah, the 19 you know, and 2. And, and I thought the first series, they huh. certainly looked like uh, this was a team that had worked on some stuff. Milan Meta has a Dorsey has a Green Bay. Do you think Andy takes on GM responsibility? <coughs> no, sir. Yeah. He enjoys passing that off way too much. 
He's never responsible for it, even if he's got juice in this organization. And that's what he's like, yeah, that's on Door Sandals. Chris Ballard or whatever. The whole thing yeah, with that's Chris on Ballard. Ballard. At the end in Philly, he had that. Yeah, and he, I think that's part of what went wrong. And then yeah, he don't need he all that. A lot better now. Yeah, he don't want all that. He, he likes having the juice, but not having the, you know. Yeah. He can just say, Door Sandals. Yeah. Get at the Ballard's got that. Right? Dorsal will get that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually pretty brilliant. Like, yeah. It's, it's, no, like he's been doing this long enough to know how to play it. It's actually pretty brilliant. Uh, the, 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 the offensive leftovers. Hell no to Romo. <laughs> Just draft a QB. Talk about why not Charles. Oh, do you guys see Poe and Barry back next season? I just want to know what you think, Sam. What you think? I think they have to bring Barry back. Um, Thanks, Joe. Poe um, po is interesting to me. <clears throat> um, he wasn't that productive. Um, and, and I don't know how much of that is his back. And if a lot of it was his back, I don't know how much that should matter because there's a 350 pound guy with a bad back. Is that back going to get healthy? Um, as much as it would pay me not to have the, the possibility every time the chiefs get inside the five of an enormous man throwing a jump pass. Are we sure he's 350? So I asked him, um, uh, in Oakland, um, after hungry pig, right the highlight of this season for me. Uh, he's listed at 346, right? And I said, are you really 346? Are you bigger? Are you lighter? And he goes, and he said, I, I weighed in at 344 like yesterday or something like oh, okay. that, like the day before on Friday or something like that. So, well, well, didn't there's, somebody there's, yeah, there is a little, dime them out? Yeah, a little contradiction in the in the locker room. Dontari Poe at 346 is about 40 pounds lighter than what Chris Jones believes he weighs. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> they've had some fun with that this week. <laughs> uh, I, I don't – 380, I, no. I, I don't, don't think, think he's so. that high. No. If hey, no. hey, Watson's not available, Chris Lamar asks, if Watson's not available, are any other cool QBs you like, Blair? I'm, I want to see more of the Carolina guy. I do too. Uh, I just want to see more. I, I didn't get to see him. He, he's a one-year wonder. You know, He just basically burst on the scene this year. So that's he's yeah. the guy I want to take a look at. My friend Brian Millard says, uh, where's the corporate champ? Is he making an appearance? Well, uh, corporate champ, we got a sneak at the corporate champ just a couple minutes ago. Did you get a sneak? Uh, look, here's the thing. You guys were pretty well behaved today. You know, I don't have, I didn't I was actually pretty pleased with you. It was it was reasonable. You were respectful. I didn't have to go there. I had to get gave you a little warning. You listen, it's still the people's champ. I was I'm I'm very pleased with your behavior today. I, um, but, but you did get the corporate champ, though. This is the original corporate champ right here. <laughs> Nobody incites the people like Andy McCullough. <laughs> I'd just be doing a bad impression. It just wouldn't fit. I'm the best heel in the business. You are a great heel. You're, I was born to play a heel. You were. So, yeah, I'd, I'd be faking it a little bit. <laughs> they say that a good wrestling gimmick is yourself turned up to 11. Uh, I think me, it's like turned down to like 7 or something. <laughs> Yeah, I think people believe that the heel turn is real. Though I think they, I don't think that they're thinking that you know, that's an act. I think they got it. Think, okay, okay, babe. I think, I think, uh, I think, uh, I think you sell it. I'm really good at it. It's yeah. like I wish I wasn't. I wish I was good at being a nice person. Like you, make my life a lot easier. I love when you frame the tweet. You, you quote the tweet and you mock it. It's pretty good. I don't do that all the time. <laughs> I mean, 
it's it's literally true that you don't do it literally. All, like you're not I doing it say, right now. I would say I moment. do it out of like one out of every like twenty five to thirty like like mongoloid level like, <laughs> like, <laughs> people saying like Clayton Kershaw bad at baseball. You know, like that sort of stuff. <laughs> I don't know. I had a bad impulse control. You know, I wouldn't trust someone who can't run a Twitter account to do a serious job. I would say that much. Hmm. Good question from Mitch Taylor. Is Chris Conley ever going to be a legit threat? Now, a lot of people at this table like Chris Conley. What do you guys see here? Well, what's a serious threat? Like, I, I think he can uh, be a, a number two receiver. Yeah, a number two receiver, which is what they ask him to do here. And 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 let's be honest. At this point, he is their fourth option in the past game behind Hill, Kelsey, yep. Macklin. Yeah, I'd put him fourth. Had a nice fourth down catch today. Whichever running back they yeah. draft. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So that's all the questions we got for today. Um, fellas, it's been a great season. So quick closing thought, a couple sentences. Call it a day. We'll start with Blair again. No, um, you know, I thought they'd win tonight. I thought the Chiefs were going to win this game. I, I heard some of you guys talking earlier that, that you thought the Steelers were a better team. I, I thought the Chiefs were the better team mm-hmm. uh, coming into this thing. Uh, there's no way to think that after watching this yeah. game. The Steelers must picked up some momentum against Miami, and I give them a good shot to beat the Patriots next week. So this is going to be rem- remembered as the Eric the Eric Fisher holdout, um, and that's not entirely fair for a lot of reasons, including. Uh, and I listed a bunch of them in, in, in my column, but including the fact that if that's not called, it's only tied. The Chiefs aren't up. The Steelers still have two forty-three, three timeouts, and two-minute warning to yeah, the field. Go score. Um, so so it, it's a little bit unfair, but that's how it works. Um, and I think everybody in that locker room understood that, and that's why there was a lot of anger from from Travis and some other guys too. But um, other than that, uh, sincere thanks for for everybody for following along. It's been fun. This isn't goodbye. It's see you soon. <laughs> um, you know, I'm just left with the, the, the sad thought for fans that two, two and six in home games uh, ever in the postseason for the Chiefs. Stinks. Two and six, mm-hmm. and that's just that's just sad. That's that's painful in a different way. Um, and then just to echo Sam's point, and Blair said it too. Uh, we, we've really enjoyed doing this this uh, the podcast and the the whole A team concept and. Uh, <laughs> grateful for the support and that, that so many people have taken interest and even on this night thanks for being with us and do you want to say anything to the people that you abandoned <laughs> <laughs> um uh hello uh thank you guys for having me on this was fun uh i miss uh i miss coming in and ruining your podcast every week. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh this was nice so thank you for having me on and uh Follow the coverage on the Red Zone app. Oh, my man. Uh, how about that? How about that? My man be listening How much is it, Andy? Oh, it costs money now? <laughs> uh, it's free yeah, on the Red Zone app. Uh, the True Blue app. Is that what it is? Right? It still is. Yeah. It still okay. is. True Blue. True Blue app. Uh, KansasCity.com slash sports. Uh, slash Chiefs, possibly, as well. Uh, all right. Well, I just want to say for all of us, you know, We've all said it, but thank you so much. So many of you guys keep coming back week after week. Um, yeah, I love these guys. We have a great time together doing it. But part of the reason because you guys seem to enjoy it too, you know. This has been a lot of fun. It's one of the fun things we get to do in our jobs. And, um, you know, obviously for a lot of reasons, you know, we appreciate you guys watching and following us. So um, thank you. You know, we hope to build on this, 
keep getting better. Um, and just because the season's over does not mean there will not be Chiefs comment content. You still got to download the Red Zone app. You still got to go to iTunes, like us on Sport BKC, all that. You know, help us out here. Um, you know, it's draft season now, so in a lot of ways, like I'm actually just turning up. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed by that. Um, but you know what? As Andy Reid would say, hey, you got to be who you are, right? Right, bet. I'm being who I am. I love what I do. Um, so, look, there's going to be a lot of Chiefs content, man. There's going to be a break, too. There will be vacation time. It's been a long season. Uh, but, again, thank you, guys. And um, remember, uh, do all that stuff I asked you to do. And we'll see you guys later. Thank you. All right. Thanks again.